Phoenix Nation, we're back. How you doing? What's going on? I am once again joined by my illustrious and gorgeous partner, Choco. Quick, quick. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Why is this oh, not working? <laughs> Damn it. Yeah. Uh, Delay yes. Chocobo. Delay Chocobo dance. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I don't know why every single time after I haven't podcasted with you in person... In a while, for yeah. some reason, I just lose all of my ability to do anything. <laughs> I have no idea why that happens. I don't know. But, yeah, whatever. It's fine. It's fine. But we are once again, you guys heard her lovely voice on our last episode. Oh my God, it's lovely. It's so lovely. <laughs> oh my goodness. It's so lovely. You heard her voice on our last podcast, Mad About Makeup. Just Liz has returned. Yay. We love it. Yay. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> Yay. You're back. Hi, Snickers. Snickers is enjoying the wires right now. Yes, because for <laughs> once, for once, we are not in the chocobo nest. We are actually in the phoenix nest, mm-hmm. which is great, mm-hmm. which is, you know. <laughs> I mean, unfortunately, when you're in the phoenix nest, you have podcast cats mm-hmm. who think they're part of the show. Yep. Like, Snickers. They are. They are, though. They are. They're definitely they are, though. part of the show. <laughs> they think they're the main character in this story role. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's are. fine. <laughs> it's fine. I mean, if you enjoyed our quote unquote hen fest in Mad About Makeup, we're back for another one. <laughs> Gird your loins. <laughs> because, hey, guess what? This one is not technically female or female identifying exclusive. Yeah. Because yeah. even Mad About Makeup wasn't. No. No. Yeah, we, we, we were definitely going to have covered to a lot. come back to that one because there was so much more makeup that I did not talk about. Oh, we'll definitely when, do a part two. And when I went home, I said, what the fuck is wrong? Why didn't I speak about this and this is that? Whatever, but that's not what we're talking about today. <laughs> no, well, we All can right. definitely do a part two in the future. Yes. Okay, Because it's true. We didn't really get to a lot of the topics we wanted to talk about. Yeah, yeah it was more yeah. like a brief overview. It was. I mean, it was a hen fest. It was the definition of a hen fest because we were just sitting here going, baka, 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 kwe. <laughs> that was our angry bird. <laughs> <laughs> that was our angry bird because any, I mean, I don't care what anybody says. Dinosaurs evolved into birds. Deal with it. They are not lizards and alligators. They were a different offshoot. Do your research. T-Rexes are chickens. They are. <laughs> you, you're going to sit there and have you ever seen an emu? An emo. A re- emo emo. All right. An emu. That's an, a part of emos. Dude. Emos are like six or seven feet tall. You ever seen a cassowary just, though? <laughs> Those are nuts. <laughs> like I was watching um so again sidebar Netflix has the Animals series back. Uh, oh yay. Two, and I watched the bird episode. The I'm going to have to watch that when I get home. Oh, it's so good. After Bridgerton. <laughs> After Bridgerton. I'm not done with it yet. <laughs> Don't do not say anything about Season two. Uh, no, I'm not. We haven't I'm started not. anything yet. I just have. I have a very gay crush on on the new the new female. But that's it. <laughs> that's all I will say. All I'm saying is that Duke can get it. Duke, Duke. Oh yes. I'm gonna get in his pants. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, so the they had uh, a lot of creepy birds on that Netflix show. Okay, <laughs> thank you for bringing me back because I was just thinking about I was thinking about the Duke's butt, and I was like, mm. let's bring it back to feathers. <laughs> I mean, we can put feathers on that booty. Hello, make him a giant chicken. <laughs> I mean. I don't see why not. <laughs> I'm just picturing like Big Bird, but like the Duke wearing Big Bird's outfit is weird. You know what? I'm done. <laughs> That's That's where it. my mind went. Uh, I'm so getting off topic of what we're really here to talk about. <laughs> no. Why? <laughs> Bro, because now my head is just seeing him in Big Bird stockings. <laughs> Why? Well, today we're talking about clothing. <laughs> I mean, it does work with the topic. <laughs> oh my god, my brain! I, I okay. Anyways, Netflix. <laughs> yes, please watch Bridgerton season two and talk to us about it on our social media pages, which can be found on everywhere: Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We're everywhere. Just <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to draw that now. <laughs> Send it to you. Emotional. <laughs> going to throw a chocolate at your head. You're going to get like a message at like 3 a.m. in the morning. Be like, what the hell is this? <laughs> the problem is, is the problem is, is my phone goes into do not disturb mode at 2.30. So I'm going to wake up to that. Uh, even better. <laughs> <sighs> it's better than coffee. <laughs> I'm going to do it when I get home. <laughs> if you were in the studio right now, we'll you post would it see, on Instagram. <laughs> you would see the look that I am shooting Choco right now. This is why we should have a video camera. We will. Eventually, eventually. For the podcast. Eventually, they will see the antics on YouTube, <laughs> on our on our Phoenix Gate YouTube, because that does exist, people. But Netflix Animals, they had a so- whole thing on birds. Mm-hmm. And um, I was laughing hysterically because it, Anthony Mackie actually <laughs> is the narrator. narrator. Oh no! <laughs> Why? <laughs> he really, he did really good. Okay, but I was laughing because Ant, what? Who, who does Anthony Mackie play in the Marvel universe? Hmm. He plays Falcon. <laughs> oh yeah. He. What? I can just picture him. How are you narrating about God. birds? And they were mostly talking about eagles, falcons, owls, vultures. That's why they got him. Yeah. But they started talking about a bird called the secretary bird. I love that bird. Leggies. Leggy bird. Leggy bird. That's my favorite bird. It really is. Did you know that that bird? They stomp on snakes to death. Yes. Did you know they did a whole thing about that bird? Mm Mm-hmm. That bird is the size of a seven-year-old child. Yes, I know. Did you, do you know about the bird bigger than that one, though? Cassowaries? No, no, no. The the heck is it called? Hold on. I might have to look it up. We'll, we'll come back to this because it's going to take me a few minutes. But there's like this giant bird that looks like um, the birds from Skyward Sword, Zelda. <laughs> like they're based off a real bird. The loft wings. Are you kidding me? It's a real bird. Hold on. When I'll show, well, I'm going to nope. show you the picture and you're going to say this is terrifying. Nope. I don't want it. Uh, they're, they're based off of shoe bills. They're scary. 
Anyways. Oh, wait. Are they the ones that constantly look super angry? Like they're going to just destroy you? Yeah. They are. These birds are the definition of if looks can kill. These guys. These guys. Ah! No, that's a real bird. That's a puppet. No, that's a real bird. No, no, Muppet. That's a Muppet. No, that was Jim Henson was like experimenting one day, and then he turned that real, and then out came that. He was a a wizard. That's a motherfucking Muppet. I don't care what anybody says. That's a Muppet. No, that bird is. They're actually incredibly kind to people, apparently. Yeah, but the secretary bird isn't. No. no. <laughs> that bird apparently has the in the force in one of its kicks is enough about 44 PSI. That's why I like that bird. Right, because if it kicks you in the knee, it's literally going to bend your knee yes. backwards. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine it playing soccer? And it is so fast. <laughs> its kick is so fast, Bacar. you can't even catch it. Bacar. Like you can't even. It's you like don't the mantis shrimp of birds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's like the but mantis shrimp. it's so pretty. And it can fly. So is the mantis shrimp. Have you yeah. seen that thing? Yeah. Yes. yes. That thing. Yes. That thing's With claws. Big... It's little like front claws mm-hmm. go so fast it actually heats up the water around it. Yes. God damn. Like I you can't keep that. it in aquariums. Damn. That's why you never see them at like a, like any kind of aquariums. Uh huh. You you can't Smash. physically keep them because they will get out of tanks and kill everything. Smash. <laughs> like they're so oh horrible. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I don't think that's adorable. I think you and I have very, very different definitions of adorable. Listen. Well, they're pretty though. They look like little gem shrimps. All right, that's fair. That's that's Chucky fair. Chucky is adorable to me. Okay, Squirtle, Squirtle. <laughs> what? It's true. Squirtle's chunky. I said Chucky. Oh, Chucky. Chucky. Like the doll? The doll. I love Chucky. That's my child. That's why I have kids. I feel like Jade is second guessing this podcast right now. I'm not second guessing the podcast. I'm second guessing my friendships. (laughs) Jesus. What is wrong with my friends? Oh, wait. I know they're friends with me. (laughs) Oops. You forget how much I love horror movies. Like I, I didn't puts forget me to sleep. I don't forget. Movies. I just think that the good guy dolls are psychotic looking. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm sorry. I love horror just as much as the next horror bitch, but not Chucky. I love Chucky. I really, really do. No, <laughs> that's probably the only one that actually freaked me out. Really? Mm-hmm. That is the only series that can actually get me to jump. Mm. The only one. From like classics? Or just in general? Oh, okay. I'm ridiculously immune to horror films Mm -hmm. where I've burst out hysterical laughing in theaters Mm -hmm. during horror films where people are screaming. Oh, yeah, no, I, d- I just don't even watch them. I'm the worst <laughs> person to watch a horror movie with because I just break down the whole makeup. Yeah. The whole the whole thing of makeup. I'm just, wait, well, you know, what they use was a little bit of this melting latex. And you and can then, achieve that look if you get it with some, crack, with some like, you know, you can use frosted flakes for that <laughs> with just a little bit of liquid latex. <laughs> and then if you take a crushed up tissue, you can make scars. <laughs> Fuck you for knowing me so well, okay? <laughs> Can confirm. I think we should, maybe maybe around October we'll do a Halloween makeup. 
podcast. Oh, I would love that. I would love horror that makeup. too. Horror makeup. Because it is very different to do horror makeup than it is to do a normal cosplay makeup. Oh, of course. Yeah. But it's, course. it's it's considered FX makeup. It is. It, it is. is. Yeah. It's considered FX. But whatever. So, um, I mean... I totally lost track of everything. Fuck I mean, I'm trying to Chucky. think of a good way to like segue into what we're supposed Listen, to be talking about. I'm like, I mean, you know, I'm fine with. You know what? The costumes on subject. Bridgerton season two are great. Nothing for you. You. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to bring it to close. But we told you to say nothing. Mm-mm. Well, they no, look, they look exactly okay. like the first season. I we can <laughs> talk about costumes because costumes kind of go into what we're about to speak about. That is bang, true bang. because. I, we got Penelope in it. You know, Penelope. She's in season one. Penelope. I Pen- know Penelope. Yeah. Yeah, Penelope Featherton. Yeah, and how everyone, like, ignores her. Because she's fat. Yeah. Which is what we're talking about. Yeah. Yes. Which is funny because also, in if you ever did watch Bridgerton, it is a period show. It is a... What, what it's is like it? a fantasy period. Fantasy, cologne, like, is it... It, it doesn't have a set time period because they're all victorian it's it's supposed to be regency but it's like four different time periods at once well it says king george no no no. i know but it's a fantasy realm because believe me i've looked at the costumes and it is four different eras of costuming in that show the show's costuming while they look beautiful Mm -hmm. is all over the fucking place and it bothers me <laughs> it historically bothers me. That's why I don't view it as a historic, like a, a historical romance. It's a fantasy romance. I mean, it's all over it, the place. Then again, so it was like Anne of Green Gables. Yeah, I want to read. You know, like or Pride and Prejudice. Like that one's just straight Regency, though. Yeah. Yeah. No. Well. Whatever. But either way, <laughs> the costuming in that was gorgeous. And even if you've never seen the show, in the very first episode, they have a, a scene where one of the girls is being laced up into a corset. Daphne. Yeah. Daphne. Mm-hmm. And there, while Daphne did not look like a big woman, the mother of that show, who was a bigger woman, mm-hmm. is insisting on cinching her so tight she could not breathe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To achieve a certain type of shape. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is why we are talking about it today because we are going to be talking about the fashion industry and the fat phobia that it creates in everyone. Mostly women, yes. but everyone. Men are affected by it too. Oh, mm-hmm. definitely. Men are definitely affected by it definitely. too. Um, Snickers wants in um, <laughs> your lap. So you, Come on, you, baby yeah, girl. Like, Come on, baby girl. She wants that. So... We should start off with the actual definition of what fat phobia is. So Urban Dictionary is stupid, and I do not support Urban Dictionary because it's, <sighs> it is the worst. But um, now here's the thing about fat phobia. Now, people sometimes try to say that fat phobia is not a real word, mm-hmm. that it was made up. It is not. It's- it literally has the word phobia after it. So the problem is that it is an actual fear. Mm-hmm. It is a phobia. It is a documented phobia. It is not probably the correct Latin term for it, but yeah. I'm going to dig that up for you. So, get, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> that phobia is so, ugh. Yeah, I don't, I don't, you know, I, I did good in Latin. I can't think of what that would translate to in Latin, though. I can tell you. I don't know. But, like, here's the thing is, 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 that phobia is not just in fashion. It's everywhere. It's in the medical industry, especially. Oh, yeah. Uh, huh. <laughs> <laughs> the 
I, Speak mm, of you. Go ahead. Mm, Lay it out, girlfriend. Listen. Right. Say it on high. I don't even know where to begin when it comes to when it comes to fat phobia in the medical industry because mm-hmm. it is it's it's it is emotional damage. It is. Yes, mm-hmm. that's that's what it is because yeah. they will sit there and they will make you feel like you are morbidly obese mm-hmm. when yep. you aren't. Oh yeah. Okay. Um tell you to go on some diet Crazy plan. Diet, yeah. If it's not the diet plan, they will ask you to go on, um, like, I'll give you a perfect example. Mm-hmm. Mm. Before I got my knee replacement surgeries done, uh, my doctor offered to give me the weight loss surgery. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Wait. Now, if you look at me, you don't think I need the weight loss surgery because um, I know I'm plus size, but I'm not obese. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So he was getting it into my head to get this done. Mm-hmm. Me, I'm a Googler. I Google the fuck out of everything. She yeah. does. Okay. And I went on Google and I looked at statistics about women mm-hmm. who have gotten this surgery done versus men who have gotten this surgery done. Yep. And when it comes to the suicide rate, mm-hmm. it's ridiculously high for women and is not as high for men. Nope. Yeah. Okay. And when I went back to him and I spoke to him about this, he goes, Oh, no, you're not going to have that problem. I was just like, what do you mean I'm not going to have that problem? You already know that I have body issues. Mm -hmm. You're telling me to go on this weight loss journey. Mm -hmm. You want to cut corners and you want me to get this surgery done. Mm -hmm. Make it make sense. Yeah. I need for you to really sell me on this surgery if you want me to get it done. And he goes, well, did he want you to do the gastric sleeve or the bariatric surgery like the, the, one the where full he cuts half of my stomach off that's the sleeve so okay. he didn't want you to have a full bypass surgery because bypass is where they literally just bypass the stomach altogether uh-huh and go directly into your small intestine that's the one he wanted me to do that's bypass surgery that's the one he wanted me to do right because gastric sleeve is a little different where <clears throat> they go in and they cut out 80 percent of your stomach i yeah. got that done you know. i have that surgery and the only reason I got it is because I broke my spine mm-hmm. and was unable to move the way that I used to. And the doctor saw the the significant amount of weight gain that I got because I also suffer from polycystic ovarian syndrome, mm-hmm. which emotional <laughs> damage. It makes me gain weight. It makes yeah. me keep weight on because my body is a diabetic without being a diabetic. Mm-hmm. But because I gained so much weight, it was actually becoming diabetic. So because of that, I had to get the surgery or I was going to get sick. Mm-hmm. That's the only reason why I did it. Mm-hmm. And everybody's like, oh, so how much weight have you lost? Altogether or period? Yeah. Altogether, over 125 pounds since I started the journey, because you have to do six months, mm-hmm. according to your insurance, of weight loss, monitored weight loss. You cannot gain, you can only lose, or you don't go down at all. Mm -hmm. They want you to go down as much as you can before you have the surgery. Before I had the surgery, I managed to drop 25 pounds. Good grants. You guys don't realize that before the surgery, I was close to 350 pounds. The only reason nobody knew I was that big was because I'm tall. Mm -hmm. So I held it well, but I was close. I was thinking my heaviest weight I was 334 pounds. Mm-hmm. Before my surgery, I managed to seesaw a little bit 
Um, and this is before my spinal surgery too, because I had my spinal surgery and then I had my gastric sleeve. So what happened was I managed to drop down from the three and three and change range down to about two ninety. Right before the surgery, I managed to drop another twenty pounds, and I went in on my surgery day at two hundred and seventy one. Since that surgery, um, which happened in two thousand and eighteen, that was four years ago. I've had this surgery. Mm-hmm. I'm still not under two hundred pounds. To this, uh, yes, I'm obese. Leave me alone. Um, all right, I'm not obese. I'm I'm considered midsize mm-hmm. now, but before the pandemic, I was at my lowest that I've been in years. It's the lowest I've ever been was in the academy for the FDNY, um, and that was I clocked in at one seventy one, mm-hmm. and I still had a bit of a tummy at one seventy one. Mm-hmm. But I look nice. I look good. What can I say? I mean, you still look good. So oh, yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. I appreciate. <laughs> <laughs> but that was with me literally being in basically a boot camp for five days a week every yeah. day for three months straight. Mm-hmm. Okay, and we were running three miles every single day, mm-hmm. and I still couldn't get down to what the doctors wanted me to be, which is 130 pounds, which is less than what Wait, I weigh. With- which, with your height? With my height, they say that my weight should be 130 to 135 <laughs> pounds. That's that's smaller than my weight. Yeah. Yeah. So the lowest I got was before the pandemic when I was working out pretty hardcore. Mm-hmm. And that was at 205. Pandemic happened. Now I'm back up to about 220. I gained 15 pounds. Big work. I'm working it back off again. And it is starting to work. Mm-hmm. You know? And I don't look fat. No, you don't. I have mm-hmm. a tummy. No. Yeah. But this is what I'm saying. To piggyback off of you, having that surgery would not have guaranteed you lost weight. That's not only it. It's the amount of flab that was going to happen after I lose the weight. Right, especially because you okay. were getting bariatric. You would have dropped, 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 and exactly. it wouldn't have been healthy. And yeah. then when I'm speaking to him about this, he's like, oh, you're not going to have that problem. You're just no, going to every- snap real quick. And I'm, and I'm looking at him like, no, the fuck I'm not. That's like, I, I, almost everyone gets that issue when they have that. Exactly. Have like when, when you lost <laughs> a lot of that weight so quickly. Yeah, there's, of course the skin's going to flap. Yeah. Exactly. And I was very worried about that because I'm extremely bottom heavy. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the amount of weight that he wanted me to lose, it was a little scary. Because mm-hmm. I'm just like. I. I <laughs> Like, cause I was two forty five. Yeah, two forty five. I got before I got my knee replacement surgery. Okay, mm-hmm. after I got the knee replacement surgery, I started being more active. Obviously, because you were able to walk. I mean, yeah. walk before then. I was not able to walk for five years. I was not really able to walk. That's just true. I was there for it. Okay, and then you count in those five years mm-hmm. of me not being able to walk. Me pretty much damn near close to becoming an alcoholic. Mm-hmm. All that weight that was gained during that time, plus depression. Yep. I was just like a walking, what is it, billboard for them? Mm-hmm. For like, oh, I can get her to do whatever the fuck she wants. Yeah. Because all we need her to do is lose some weight and mm-hmm. make some money off of her. I ha- I, I have a love-hate with uh, <laughs> medical doctors myself. Yeah. I, Because I have uh, my, my issues, mm-hmm. um, I still have never been diagnosed uh properly we we think we think we know what we what i have um but uh, yeah right um but i've always had issues like getting doctors to believe me with stuff 
Because a lot of my stuff is like you can't, there's no like, you don't see what's bothering me. It's mm-hmm. how I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, when I, so uh, pre-pandemic, I got a new insurance and I went to go get a new doctor. Okay. And this pre-pandemic was probably my most fit because I was like going to the gym regularly and I was like, I was lifting and throwing tires. Like I was fit. Oh, damn. She okay. was she was sick. Yeah. I was, I had, I actually had like arm definition. It was great. Um, <laughs> I went to the doctor and she's like, you're you're obese, and I was like, first of all, excuse me. It was a it was a female doctor, so I was even more upset. Uh, I was like, I'm thinner than you. This is muscle, and she's like, no, you're you're overweight. And I'm like, this is muscle. Do you want me to lift you and prove to you that this is muscle? What are you talking about? I mean, you guys. And you know what's crazy about what, with you is that your female doctor was telling you that you were obese. Yeah. When I changed from my male doctor to a female doctor, mm-hmm. she was just like, okay, <laughs> we're not going to listen to him, yeah. okay? Need to say I didn't keep this doctor. Obvious. Yeah, obviously. obviously. <laughs> but I was like, never coming back to yeah. you again. I yeah, think no, I remember no. you telling yeah, me about Yeah, because I was so upset. I was like, mm-hmm. I... She called me up crying. Yeah, I, I would fucking day. be crying too if I'm sitting there and get, and working the I, fuck out every single damn day. I, I told and I'm her, looking at like, my muscle definition like, God damn, I look good. And this fucking doctor tells me that I'm morbidly obese. Bitch, you want I, me to show you what these guns can do? Yeah, because I, I think at the throw time. Throw you out the window. I think at the time I was like 140 and I'm five foot, but it was 140 of muscle. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, mean, I mean, I wasn't like, I didn't have six packs or anything like that. It wasn't and, like high definition. And I can but I, it she was, wasn't even paying attention to no. looking at you. She's just looking at the numbers on the scale. No, yeah. I was well, like. without a I doubt. Was, no, and that's why, because I, I think I went on a, a rant with you. I was like, you did? I hate how the doctor is looking at my weight. Being a medical professional, not Thinking to put into um, like BMI and actually consider the BMI of BMI me- of is an antiquated system and it actually does not belong in anything to yeah. do with anything. I've talked to mm-hmm. plenty, including the, the mm-hmm. Jenna, who is my trainer now, yeah. who is working me out to get me to lose weight and still save my back and not hurt me because of my injury. Yeah, she says that BMI is an outdated practice. Yeah, it is that they deliberately created in the fifties to keep. Women a certain size. Well, it's not it's around it, it's, the it's around the time when they did um the uh, the sizing when they started to change clothing sizing yep. too. Mm-hmm. Yep, it's around the same time for that. It is, but also the funny thing is people don't seem to realize this. Do you want to know who is a famous plus size person? Marilyn Monroe. Marilyn Monroe, mm-hmm. the She's sexiest woman alive. Yeah, she or, was well, an, at the time, but yep. still the sexiest woman yeah. apparently to ever live. The baseline for 90% of the sex symbols that we have today, mm-hmm. that woman had a tummy. Yeah. She was a size 12. Oh, no. She was a little bigger than me then. She was but a size I, 12. Her but 12, then, though, I think is like an 8 or 6 Her 12 now. is an 8 now. Okay. So, yeah. Then she's like my size-ish. Oh, mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm a tiny, small, tiny bit smaller. Not much. I'm like I a think six, she eight. was 5 foot 3. No, 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 like my dress size is like six eight, depending on the style. This the no the clothing brand because they like to That's change another the, part. Yeah. <laughs> which is one is what I was talking about with the clothing sizes. So in the forties fifties, they um when when they started having like all the catalog, like a lot of women started buying clothing from like catalogs and department stores and everything. <laughs> they Thanks, had, Macy's. Yeah, they had so they had to figure out sizing because you know you can't you couldn't like just 
give them your measurements and they were going to make it for you. you well, had they to pick did up until the 40s. Yeah, yeah you had to exactly. like pick a size to mm-hmm. fit. So they started picking size. They started making like sizes, like in general sizes. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, some companies figured out if they kept the same size measurements for these measurements, but made the number smaller, women would go to them to buy clothes more because they'd feel more conscious, like they'd feel happier going to that store because they'd be a smaller size at that store. So like where, yeah, this is, this is how we got women's sizes to, this is, this is true. Yeah. So like this is, and old Navy does this, which is why I hate them. Um, I was wondering how come my butt went to like a 22 and it was like a 16, like maybe a couple of months before that. So some stores were like, oh, so an eight in this store is actually the measurements for maybe a size four or six in another store. Mm-hmm. It's the same measurements, mm-hmm. but they change the numbers in how they do their sizing chart so that you're more likely to go to store B mm-hmm. because you're a smaller size. That you're four there as opposed to an a, uh, size eight in a. They in still store do it. A. Oh, to yeah. this day, that of practice is still. The thing you, is, though, you pick up any jeans from different department yeah. stores or different chains in an express jeans. I'm a 18 or 16 or hell, sometimes if I can, yeah. a 14. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why I can, there's some stores where I still fit until like, <laughs> I think one of the podcast cats decided to leave us a present. Shit. shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> quite literally. Um, Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think there's some stores where I'm still a four, which I haven't been for like a couple of years now, but most now I'm like a six, eight, mm-hmm. eight, depending on if it's like a tighter brand I've, but i've gotten to the point where i just wear leggings now yeah no i like leggings because of that but the thing is um when they did this they only did this to women's sizes they didn't do this to men of course men they, they kept the sizes because they were like the guys are gonna just buy the clothes anyway yeah. like we don't care we're mm-hmm. trying to sell to women they're the they're our market we want to make them um you know like we we want their their money more yeah so the, course, that's what they, they know, started to do because they know with men a man can literally have like maybe three or four pairs of slacks yeah and he's good and he's good for the rest of the goddamn year as yeah. opposed to a woman i need like <laughs> <laughs> jay just walked by and she's like he's good for the rest of his goddamn life <laughs> exactly. meanwhile us you know I'll, I'll go to like i'm gonna since we're talking about old navy i'll go to old navy buy me like a pair of jeans and within a month or two i have to buy another pair of jeans well the other you thing with that yeah, the other thing with that too is the quality. Oh my god, the quality! That's the that's worst. a like that's a fast fashion topic though. But like the quality it's the worst. of materials has gone down oh because goodness. they're they're combining the materials where it used to be more of like you know like a hundred percent cotton. So yeah. it's more synthetic now, mm-hmm. and because they're the clothing is more synthetic, mm-hmm. it wears out so much faster. Oh. Listen, like I, I bought new pants recently and I, I, you know, like I, I'm thick in the thighs. I get thigh rub no matter what. I have never had a thigh gap in my, a day in my life. I don't even think as a baby. <laughs> and what was it? Turkey drums. That's what my mother used to call my legs. They were little turkey drums. Oh. Oh my but like, so I bought I bought pants recently. Mm-hmm. I think I might have had these pants for two. These are jeans. I all I do is wear them work. So I'm like sitting all day at my office desk. I think I've had these jeans for two week, uh, two months now. They already are starting to like tear in the thigh. I was like, what the fuck? In the crotch? Yeah. Oh. No, like right here, right here. They were yeah. thigh. They're right tearing, and I'm like, I might have worn these four times now. I believe it. I that's, believe it. That's, that's insane. Why I don't wear jeans. That's exactly why I don't wear jeans. Yeah. The amount. By the time I get from my house 
mm-hmm. to work to back. And this will be like maybe in a matter of two weeks. Yeah. Gone. The thigh rub is real. It's, yeah. it's like. That's why I don't it. wear shorts. Oh, it's. I, I can't. I can't. I, can't. I, I don't. Like I get summer. rashes. Yeah. From the thigh rub. And I, I do have a small thigh gap. Mm-hmm. Not huge, but I have a little one. Mm-hmm. And I still. Yep. As I walk. And it's like. It's like sandpaper. <laughs> not even yeah. just that. It's like, <laughs> bitch, I can start a fire. <laughs> like. <laughs> You can prevent forest fires. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, no. So that's that's why we have the sizing we have today is because of back then they were like, oh, we want more money out of women. Let's just fuck up the size. (laughs) And unfortunately, I do believe that that is part of when we got fat phobia. We did. Mm -hmm. Because think about it. We were expected to fit into these sizes yeah. And we were expected to maintain staying think, in those sizes. I think it's more along the lines of when the fashion industry, and I'm going to say like maybe this 70s. I would say 60s because the mod, right? mod fashion. That's when it's mod, mod fashion. Yeah. They got like turned into basically a hanger. Mm-hmm. You, you, or you're basically, mm-hmm. you're, you're to basically be you a could, hanger. You could say the, clothes. the 20s too a little bit. Um, 20s too, right? Yeah, because well, that. But the thing is, though, back what the, flapper fashion? Yeah, the thing is, though, yeah, with that, f- it was more because you know, rebelling, rebellion, but also like they weren't eating the way we were either. They couldn't. It was a so, fucking depression in no, the thirties. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So like that. But their dresses were a lot looser back then. Yeah. And it wasn't like as form fitting as it is now. Bodycon has mm-hmm. become the bane of our existence. I hate dresses. So technically, like <laughs> we're sitting here talking about this stuff, but fat phobia is actually defined as the fear, dislike, and stigmatization, stigmatization, I can talk, of fat bodies. Well, a lot of people say that fat phobia is not a word. So when you go to sites like UrbanDictionary.com, as I mentioned earlier, they have several definitions for fat phobia on there. The genuine psychological fear that you will be devoured by a fat person in a bout of hunger, crushed underneath their mass, starved when they take all of your food, or various other gruesome deaths associated with obesity. That's fucking disturbing. That's also some people's fetish. It is. Fat phobia. I just realized, re-listening to this, I'm like, that's some people's fetishes. Yeah. But here's the other thing. Another definition they have on here, and obviously these are submitted by People, yeah, not actual Webster's Dictionary kind of shit. Mm-hmm. Fat phobia is a phobia in which overweight people will call you out for not liking fat people. Also, a word used as an excuse to not go to the gym and continue to eat junk food. Bitch, <laughs> let me eat my munchies. <laughs> right? Like they have another one here that says it's not a word. Period. No more words to be said. Do I need to explain myself? Answer, no. So whoever thinks it's a word needs to touch some grass or see some sunlight. What? Really? Wow. Someone was mad that day. Wow. Fat phobia is not a word, and here it is used in the conversation involving an idiot. Chad, hey, if you can't find the right size bath towel, it's okay. Just stitch two together or something. Cheryl, um, what? You want me to take five minutes of my life to do that? That is very fat phobic, and I'm reporting this brand and you to the police, and I'm thinking about suing both of you. Now go fuck yourself. Chad, whoa, chill, Karen. It's okay. Just get a life, and it'll be all better. 
And this was posted by, of course, a man. His username is Culture of Man. I quit. The intense fear or dislike of fat, becoming fat or fat bodies. A word referring to the way fat people, especially fat women, are shamed, treated as lesser, or refused medical testing and treatment until they lose weight. That's real. <laughs> yeah. That is extremely real. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh. Yep. That is literally how Urban Dictionary defines fat phobia. Fat phobia has been submitted to Webster's Dictionary to become an mm-hmm. actual Def, defined word mm-hmm. but the problem with this thing is you could see from the way that these people are are putting in their quote-unquote definitions how it blatantly sits there and says well if you're fat change your change your diet change mm-hmm. your ways change who you are change how you are if you lose the weight you'll be happy and nobody will make fun of you that's mm-hmm. true, that's though. not true that's not yeah true. that's not true at all that is not true no it is no. not Mm-mm. it it's while it is true that obesity is linked to a higher risk of conditions such as type 2 diabetes stroke and sleep apnea being underweight comes with its own host of health risks, including anemia, osteoporosis, malnutrition, and weaker immune function. Mm-hmm. Why are fat people the only people that are shamed for being fat? Why? Well, if you're too thin, I would, if you I get, knew, you get if I knew, for being too thin as well. I've you heard, yeah, because my sister, yep. she's a very thin young lady, mm-hmm. right? And she gets shamed for being that thin. Mm-hmm. And if you look at her, you're just like, okay. She's a little on the skinny side, but she's not, mm-hmm. you know, Sickly. Kate, she's not Kate Moss skinny. Okay. Oh, you want to laugh. You want to laugh. Just laugh. Bitch. No, because immediately I thought of the freaking family guy episode with. <laughs> oh, is that the one where she like floats away in the wind yeah, or something? Like, oh, <laughs> cracking the floor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oops. Oh, someone left a window open. Oh, that's Bye. what I was thinking of. Yeah, that's that part. <laughs> Where, sister, where Chris becomes Crystal Bell in yeah, New York yeah, City. Yeah, yeah. That's why I'm sitting here and my brain just went, beep him. <laughs> it started playing the actual episode in my head because ADHD does that. <laughs> that's what we do. But that's but the her, answer. She, no. gets, she gets shamed for being skinny. The answer lies no. in our beauty standards. Yep. We have three absolutely gorgeous women sitting in the studio today, kids, sitting in the nest. And I'm not just hyping us up because it's us. We actually have been constantly complimented by both genders and all genders, I should say, because we are an inclusive podcast Mm -hmm. as being Mm -hmm. attractive. Mm -hmm. Not a single one of us looks our actual age. And no, I'm not telling you what they are. (laughs) Bitch, I'm proud of my age. I'm 40 years old. (sighs) I look like I'm 21. No, I'm lying. I don't look like I'm 21. No, you look like you're in your 20s. You look like you're in your 20s. Oh, bitch. <laughs> All right, fine. If we're doing this, I just turned 37. I'm turning 31. That's the throne. <laughs> but I'm not like, it's not like I'm like, I'm turning 22. It's like, no, I'm, thir- I'm, I'm in my 30s too. So. Yeah. But like, whenever I tell somebody my age, they actually force me to give them my driver's license because they do not believe that I'm above the age of 25. So. Mm-hmm. Pfft, Suck my dick. Uh, you know, and you do not look like you're turning 31. You still look like you're in your early 20s. Yeah. <laughs> okay? Yes, like, you've gotten you carded so many times at I the know. bar because people thought you were a child. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it doesn't help that I kind of also dress like one, though, on the daily. 
I have the worst fashion sense. For someone who loves fashion and clothing, I don't dress like (laughs) me walking up to the bar with my overalls on. Overalls can be sexy. Yo, I have so many overalls, though. I I have so many overalls. They come out more in the spring and summer. You'll see them. (laughs) Now, like, the problem with this is, is with our beauty standards, it actually creates something called a normative discontent. And that is defined as the normalization of being unhappy with your physical appearance. And that has happened even more so with the advent of social media. Social media is the bane Social of media um, with uh, <laughs> Snapchat filters. Advertising. Mm, filters is a whole other <gasps> discussion. Oh my God. Oh my I can't. existence as a makeup artist. I cannot stand fucking. Can you make me look filter. like a filter? No. Because it changed your face shape entirely I, to someone else. I can't else's rearrange face. the bones in your face, Aaron. <laughs> I mean, I can. But you're not going to like but it. But to only exactly. this extent. Okay. Like, like I, I can rearrange your face if you want me to. <laughs> but, you know, you can't tell nobody because I'm going to go to jail. <laughs> Duh and or hello. Uh, hello. <laughs> like, but this is, this is something that is becoming rampant in Gen X, millennials, mm-hmm. Gen Z. You know, I mean, and, and unfortunately now what do we have? Alpha generation that's like. The Is Gen Z. Kids? Are we making shit up at this point? I think we are. No, I, I do. I do actually. Think I know. I think I've heard that. The okay. kids, alpha? they're called Alpha Generation. Alpha. They're like the millennial kids. They're the, ki- the, the kids, kids of, of the millennials. millennials. I think one moment though, because I need to fucking find this. Uh, <laughs> did she just say Alpha? How are you an Alpha? I think you're known as Gen you're, Alpha if you are the child but that of a millennial. I get what you're saying though, because it doesn't make sense that it would be alpha as the like what it would be called. Probably because if we were <laughs> holy fucking shit, I'm right, aren't I? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know what I'm talking about. I'm not that stupid. Oh no, I, wasn't I just look stupid. stupid. It's just wondering. it's just a dumb thinking. name. I was just exact. Thank you. Yeah, it's a dumb thank name. You. No, do you want to know you. why they did that? Why? Because think about it. I mean, honestly, if you go with the whole stupidity of putting us into generational categories anyway. Oh, because of the first. What is it? They're, they have the greatest generation, mm-hmm. which is obviously the people that are mostly dead now. Our mm-hmm. grandparents and our great grandparents are considered the greatest generation because mm-hmm. they're the ones that went through World War One. Mm-hmm. You know, blah 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 blah. Whatever. Then you have the boomers, which mm-hmm. is most of our parents. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Our parents are considered boomers. Mm-hmm. Then you have Liz's generation, which is known as Gen X. Yeah. We're the ones who are going outside. Yes. And you, we you were are... able to go outside. You sat on the rusty ass fucking swing and you just. You got tetanus you and got you dealt with it. And you mm-hmm. dealt with it. You drank out of the hose. What? Which is why my little micro generation is actually called a zennial. A zennial. Mm-hmm. I'm okay. not quite Gen X, but I'm not quite a millennial. Am I? Am I just the cutoff of that? You are a millennial. But you're a young, you're, you're actually, where, I fucking hate that. Every, Scott, every time I say fucking millennial, Scott's like, you're one of them. And I'm like, shut up. So is he. I know. But I'm like, shut the fuck I up. How dare you curse me like that. part of that. <laughs> no, no. I'm actually proud to be a exennial mm-hmm. because actually, because I'm saying there's actually two micro generations in millennials. Mm-hmm. You have the exennial, which is me, mm-hmm. exennial. And then you have the zennial, which mm-hmm. is the Z I think that might be that me. might be you. Yeah. You're you're a zennial because you're not quite Gen Z, but you're not quite a millennial. 
Yeah, because I'm in. I'm like very much in the middle. I very much hardly act like a millennial. I which feel is like. hysterical because in fashion, do you know that the gap in that is ginormous? I know. So it's. I think it's the biggest gap is millennial gap, right? Or something. Uh, it's one of the bigger ones. We're actually one of the bigger generations. Actually, yeah. I think millennials are the ones that actually rival boomers. Yeah. In size. Yeah. We um because. <laughs> Boomers had a lot of kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Which is why we have no money now. <laughs> Not even going to go there. Money, no space. Not even going to go there. <laughs> I was just brought into this world and now I have to suffer. Like, how dare you? I didn't ask to be I born. <laughs> so, here's the thing. Grateful. Here's the grateful thing. for what? Why? Why? I didn't ask to be here. I'm sorry. I, I was. <laughs> It's fine. Of an argument that I had with my mother. No, you're good. PTSD. I, I unlocked like a, a bad memory. With one nope. You're good. Nope. Jesus Emotional damage. So Facts. basically, casting in media is subliminally problematic in its exclusion and tokenization of bigger bodies. Mm-hmm. No industry fat shames its patrons as overtly as fashion does. Yeah. <laughs> and b- as we were talking about it, think about it. Gen X fashion was very much, you know, post hippie, but still kind of like out in the streets kind of deal. So you this had like, like 80s, right? 70s, 70s, 80s. Late 70s, early 80s. Okay. But the, was, remember, this is I'm why- so bad with the name. So just, just. If you go by decades, I will know the fashion you're talking about better. I'm so Gen- bad with the name. <laughs> Gen X started in 1965 and uh-huh. ended in 1977 or okay. 8. No. No. Gen X's cutoff is 1980. Sorry. Okay. Mm-hmm. I like um, this fashion. So you're like going 70s. from 1965, which obviously is the beginning of the hippie generation. Yeah, yeah. So Vietnam fashion. and But oh. you, you still have some mod in there. You do still have some mod. Yeah. That was a weird generation of clothing. That was a weird generation of clothing. Then you have the 70s. Yeah. Disco. 70s went a little bit. I feel like 70s was actually a bit more freeing with the clothing than the 60s. Well, because think about it. Because it was 60s had so many different things going on well, that made it like kind of crazy. Right. Yeah. But the <laughs> 70s had even more so. Because remember, we're talking about the advent of punk. Yeah, yeah. We're talking about the advent of disco. Mm-hmm. Well, we're talking about like um, the some of my favorite hairstyles. Hairstyles. <laughs> we're still t- dealing with like the leftover flower children yeah. in the beginning of the seventies. Mm-hmm. We're dealing with all like you know the 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 big black power movement mm-hmm. and Martin Luther King, and so you have activism wear, then you have active wear for mm-hmm. them. Um, you know, so th- the styles were. How do you? How is what's the right word I'm looking for? Here? Urban. Yeah. But not ghetto. Mm-hmm. Get, if that's the right way I could say 70s style fashion. Because you either had high. I would, say, I would just say urban. I would say urban, but not ghetto. Because in that, like, ghetto to me mm-hmm. is, like, new rock. I don't fucking know. <laughs> like, that's something that I'm going to see everybody wearing in the hood. Not necessarily, period. I just say it's diverse. Yeah, it was very diverse in the 70s. Yeah. But size was an issue. Mm -hmm. I remember my mother telling me that girls had to be sewn into their jeans Mm -hmm. because they were forced to be a certain size. Mm -hmm. Yeah, my mom, my mom uh, was always the bigger one of her and her sister. But the thing is, my grandma, you know, knew how to sew. So like she would like make stuff for them all the time. 
Mm-hmm. But um, no, she she was she like you like you know you ever watch my big fat Greek wedding like of that, course yeah, how she was made fun of like that was my mom growing up she was she was that same same girl because she didn't fit the mold of like you know like the blonde and like skinny girls going to school and everything she yeah. didn't fit that mold yeah no I hear you yeah. So, like, that's where we had that. And then you go into the 80s, which is, like, the advent of neon and existentialism. Like, you had business where all mm-hmm. of a sudden people were so, and your image mm-hmm. in the 80s was everything. Mm-hmm. Everything in the Shoulder 80s. Shoulder pads. Shoulder pads. <laughs> uh, you know, like, whoever's Damn, watched, shoulder pads. Em- who's ever watched American Psycho knows how much image meant in, like, certain circles. I feel yeah. like 80s, you could describe it at, as while previously things were a bit more feminine, 80s started getting more masculine yes. in style as a definitely. whole. As a whole. Definitely. As a whole. Because that was also when women started, you know, we started in the 70s. We well, tried yeah, with the like, bra burning, but. A lot of clothes were more um, square cut mm-hmm. to give you almost like, even as a female, you almost had a masculine si- Androgynous. Like, kind of look to you, which is why the shoulder pads were used. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I definitely agree with you there. Mm-hmm. And then 90s, I feel like just kind of, they didn't know what the hell they were doing. <laughs> that's still my favorite. My, it, I'm not lying. 90s is mm-hmm. still my favorite uh, it was, decade it of fashion. I feel the like 60s. 90s is the perfect in between. Cause like we still had a little, we had some of the eighties seeping mm-hmm. in, but then we were trying to get towards millennial looking outfits. <laughs> so like, it was like a weird in between. I mean, you're talking to a, a goth here, like two goths technically. Mm-hmm. So like oh, you're, yeah. you're, we're definitely like, we were the kids that were walking around in Jenko jeans. I had UFOs, I UFOs, had bell bottoms and I had zipper pants. And I, do you remember the zipper pants? I hated them. I hated them too. Or snaps. Um, Snap and I, pants. what else did I have? But then I also would like wear chokers. And, but like those plastic ones. Ah! You know what, you know what I'm talking about? The, the plastic chokers. The BJ choker. Yeah, it was like squiggles. Yeah, the BJ yeah. choker. The reason why we call it that is because we knew that if a girl wore that, she liked to give BJs. Ah. <laughs> I was probably like six wearing What, you this. didn't know that? No, bitch. <laughs> no, that's when I was. Oh my god. Well, okay. you were, you know, not that much older than me. Yeah, but still, like, I was wondering why these motherfuckers were giving you the looks because you were wearing those chokers, right? And meanwhile, I'm wearing them because I like to. Because you like to be pretty and cute. Yeah, I thought they were that cute. part. Right. I was gonna say something. And else. I had the remember the beads. Remember the big thing was the the oh, bead the, bracelets. I still have mine. The, the Do you remember the big thing used to be like the the ball chains? The ball chain necklaces that I would, think I had yes. one. Yeah, oh, yes, I remember those. Where we would hang our rings from it, like our class rings would be hanging from it. Or oh, okay, no, or I didn't. The, I, no, I didn't do that. The the surfer hemp with the trippy oh, the mushrooms. F- oh, I thought you were talking about the the shell bead. Those two things. puka shells. Yeah, puka shells. Puka shells. Those were big. I have those only because I wore them in a costume. That's fine. That's the only reason I own puka shells. No, like <laughs> you also got to understand that in the eighties and nineties. Like oh, crossing over, there was a lot. A yeah, lot no, that's what I'm saying. Over. '90s was a very much an in just an in between. I feel like it, it didn't really have its own thing. It was just the in between. Right. Plus, also they were trying to bring back bell bottoms and things like that. Yeah, and I hated it. I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> loved it. As a short tall. person, I hated it. Yeah, thank you, thank you. That's they were awful. Like, when, you, when you're tall, they look amazing on you. When yeah. you're short, you look even short. Oh no, it did. It made me look <laughs> like a midget. <laughs> I would look like a midget. Like I'm not high, much taller. 
no. than one already. So it really made me, I was a <laughs> hobbit walking to school with my side <laughs> fucking backpack on the side, side backpacks. I'm going on an adventure. <laughs> and my bell bottoms and then like my shiny jacket. I mean, I yesterday wear, was thinking Tolkien. I looked cool. Yesterday was Tolkien reading day. I know. So I, that's I didn't an excellent reference. <laughs> No, you know what I'm talking about? Like, I used to wear these, like, oh, my. Do you remember, like, the long jean skirts that were disgusting? I would oh! so I would wear oh. those, and then I'd wear, like, a clog shoe. And then I had this, oh, like. God, the clog shoes. Yeah, the clog shoe. And then I had the side backpack, because I, God. the regular backpacks, I hated. So I did the side. And then I had, like, one of those, like, shiny-ish jackets. They, they oh, the look, metallic bubble jackets? No. That. It was like an active wear kind of jacket. Ah, but like, the futuristic in sync kind, kind of. of. Was it the members kind of. only jacket? No, I didn't have any. It wasn't name brand. No. It was like from JCPenney. But like, <laughs> no, but I'm talking about like the style of it. I don't remember, but I, it was probably. Yes, it was. Maybe. Okay. Yes. But it was okay. like kind of long on me, which mm. didn't help because I would wear like the long skirt, but also be a short person wearing it. You so know what like, the worst part about this though is that I have like, a picture. I have to find this picture. It's awful. The fashion. <laughs> Like, okay, so let's not even get going on how the fashion itself was just awful for us growing up. But let's also co- like go about the fact where we were also being shown these advertisements where this is what was considered cool and trendy. And if you were a certain size, you could not fucking wear it. Mm-hmm. And it, it just goes to show that. But they, it still goes on to this day. To this day. To it, this day it still goes on. The, these are used to openly justify exclusionary practices for plus size people. Exactly. Like, despite that the average American woman is clocking in at size 14, mm-hmm. which is only two sizes shy of the, a quote unquote, 18, which is considered the pl- beginning of plus size. Yeah. Okay. So it, most mainstream brands are only offered what is called straight size clothing, mm-hmm. which is sizes double zero through 14. And I feel like double zero is, is bullshit. Is relatively new because- Growing up, I don't remember double zero being a size. I do. Zero. My until sister like, was a double zero. zero. No, no, no. But until I was a little. Zero. You know that, right? Yeah. No, I know. But until I, I was a little older, I realized there was a double zero because my sister started fitting into it. But previously, I, n- I don't remember ever seeing double zero as a size. Be- mostly because I think when we were growing up, we were able, being in a kid section, you were either small, medium, or large. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as you got out of small, medium, or large, you were considered a preteen and teen. So you went into the quote unquote teen section mm-hmm. of the uh department stores so now all of a sudden now you're getting number sizing i just wore i wore weird weird awful horrible clothing i've never been fashionable <laughs> i'm just like picturing outfits from my my youth and i'm just like Ugh. i wasn't allowed to be fashionable until i could make my own money i was not allowed to be fashionable you know those kids who walk around with those god-awful bubble jackets when they were younger and they were like neon color because their parents they needed to see you from two miles away yeah that was me i'm sorry it's all right emotional damage i think it's the reason why i love neon so much now because it's been embedded (laughs) in your psyche it's embedded into my brain (laughs) i only just now bought a crop purple like fur coat why cool okay <laughs> <laughs> also for a costume but <laughs> i was like man i probably would have tried to rock this as a kid <laughs> i was like 
And that's a go with your questionable <laughs> fashion choices. <laughs> it's the, all for cosplay. The one who wanted to go to FIT. <laughs> with her question. Oh her, my god. Currently wearing fake Adidas, my Fadidas pants. Fadidas. And Fadidas. Oh my god, the whatever off-branding. the fuck this is. That's actually something that we can bring up is the fact that you could not get your size, you had to get off-brand shit. I wish oh, like I wish I was into like sports Adidas stuff when I was younger because I would a hundred percent have worn that all the time. Yeah. But I only recently like, got into it. Like here's the thing. So people it's are gonna ask like like people are gonna ask like what do you mean when you say retailers are not size inclusive? Target and Old Navy are examples of yeah. not plus size well, friendly. Example, well especially even, for men. Yeah. Okay, so Target apparently has a big and tall section, right? Does it really? It that's surprising. It's, it's, I didn't know that. It's a very small, never seen it. It's very small. That's why, because it's only like maybe three or four racks. Surprising. Probably three or four things. And exactly, <laughs> and that's that's their big and tall section is oh the God. three or four items. <clears throat> There's this guy on Instagram that I follow. I can't remember his name, but he went into the big the big and tall section mm-hmm. in Target, and he went to go look at some of the clothes, and he was just like, "This is ridiculous." He went to try on the clothes, and his he said that when he put the clothes on, and it was like a Four or five X. Mm-hmm. Wow. This shit was young on him. What? And it was tight. And he was just like, how is this big and tall? Mm-hmm. Pants he put on, they weren't even fitting on him. Were they like crop pants? Exactly. They looked exactly like crop pants on him. And they were supposed to be for big and tall. <laughs> and he was like, he made a big letter. He made a big stink. And then all of a sudden, Target decided to fix up their big and tall section. But not by much. Mm. No. But that's the thing. That's the thing. They also cost more. Yeah. Yeah. Why do I have to pay, like, okay, example. I'm getting married in five months, correct? Yes. Mm -hmm. So what have we been doing the last few days, ladies? We, well, not few days, last few months is we've been looking for dresses. Yeah. Bridesmaid dresses. My bridal dress. We found a cute one. We did. did. It's so pretty. It has sparkle. It does. (laughs) But here's the thing. That dress, thank the gods for it because... It looked good on every single one of our body types, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which I have. It's very rare. It yeah. is very rare. It's it was the sisterhood rare. of the traveling dress. It's fine. Mm-hmm. I always you wanted know. to try on those pants. Those I looked did like too. pants. I did too. Oh my God. But <laughs> like, I was like, I want to be <laughs> another story for another day. <laughs> but it's like, <laughs> but <laughs> yes. But here's the thing. So I'm trying on the wedding dresses. And I want to look pretty. I want to look classy. I want to yeah, look you elegant. Should. You should be able to. Yeah, mm-hmm. tell me how the only plus size dresses make you look like you're wearing a tent. Or make you look like a football player. Because they don't take into consideration the flat. Like, there are certain way you can do seams. Yep. There are certain patterns and styles mm-hmm. that are so flattering on different sizes. And because it's so much easier to just do, you know, like a tent A-line dress, yeah. it takes five seconds to make for them. Yep. They rather just make that than actually consider what would look nice on the body. Right. Mm-hmm. It so and then of course if you want to get a custom dress built to your specifications, your measurements, everything from scratch, thousands of dollars. Yeah. Not like my dress was inexpensive either. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it was technically an off-the-rack mm-hmm. dress because I tried on the sample size. I fell in love with the dress. It wasn't the original one that I wanted, mm-hmm. but it's a good compromise. Okay. So, whatever. Because, of course, they stopped making the one that I wanted. 
whatever. Um, so now, and when I tried on that original dress, it fit me. It wasn't even like my size and it fit like a glove. Mm-hmm. And it was a size 18. The dress that I have mm-hmm. for my wedding, they ordered in a 22. Why? Because I have tits. Because I have titties. Mm. So I have to wear what is considered, and they even said it's going to cost a little extra because I'm a plus-size bride. Fuck you. And today, when we went for the bridesmaids' dresses, what did we ask immediately? If there was, I said, is there a fat girl tax? Yep. That's exactly, I said, is there a fat girl tax? Mm -hmm. Because the original dress that we were going to get was actually going to cost me close to $300. Because number one, it, it was going to be the shipping and handling. Yep. Your tax. And yep. then extra, extra. They call fabric. it extra fabric because, you know, they don't want to sit there and say, we have to use a little bit more on you because, you know, you're big. Yeah. Let me tell you, chiffon is like five ninety nine a yard. So that there's absolutely been, no reason for no, that. No. No. I will tell you. the, And it was like. And that chi- that chiffon dollars. is nice. The chiffon, like it's similar to the chiffon mm-hmm. we saw at the dress. You should have kept that paper so I can l- say exactly. I still have what- it. Oh yeah, what is it like forty dollars? It was forty dollars. First it goes twenty five dollars for shipping and handling. Mm-hmm. Okay, then it went like twenty dollars for the sizes for fourteen between fourteen and eighteen. Okay, and then it was another ten twenty dollars for twenty two and up. Yeah. And that's where I was at in the 22 range. And that dress. And that dress. Right, which the dress we picked today, you're an 18. Yeah, I'm an 18, exactly. And it's fucking sizing. <laughs> and that's a, that, the one we picked is technically a designer dress. It is. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, so. it's, it's the one that, size fits only, all system. Mm-hmm. And that one only cost us 250 mm-hmm. with tax, with the big girl tax. No, that and was everything. with everything. The only thing is that alterations is, a, is extra. For Another me. $90. Yeah. yeah. And they're doing the alterations in house, and technically, most of those that dress doesn't need many. I think honestly, I think on, on all be, of us, it's going to be height. Yeah. We need to hem it. That's yeah. it. That is it. That is it. But it's like we all short. <laughs> <laughs> You're all short, not me. Bitch, you getting married? I know. You're not getting the same dress as us. <laughs> but my sister is, and she's about. She's, she's a, a fucking Amazon. I don't want to hear. Her. Okay. <laughs> like I have, and here's the thing. I have two sisters who are in mm. the bridal party as well. Now I have the one sister who is my maid of honor, who literally is a shining example of how the fashion industry hates women like us, where she literally looked at me and said, I can walk into any store I want and pick out a dress and it will look good on me because my sister happens to be five foot nine and only about 140 pounds. Hmm. She's really skinny and always has been. My sister for years growing up wore a double zero. Double Yeah, yeah my sister too. And, and and the thing is, is like the opposite end of the spectrum, when we were shopping for my sister's clothes, sometimes we couldn't find the double zeros. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so there's that end. But then here's the thing. People would think looking at me and looking at my sister that she's the healthy one. I mean, she is, but I'm sitting there like you would think automatically that she's the healthier one. Mm -hmm. Now add in my other sister who is in between the two of us. A little bit, half an inch taller than me. I'm five foot eight and a half. So maybe about a quarter of an inch bigger than me. Mm -hmm. So my half sister is five foot eight, three quarters, maybe even five foot nine. Mm -hmm. And she has similar measurements to me, similar body type to me. So I played her body double today. That dress looked good on me too. Mm Mm-hmm. 
And even she needed to get a size. I think they have her at a size. I think she was a... Four, 14. 14. They gave her yeah. a 14. They gave yeah. her a 14. Yeah. Okay. For her, for her measurements. And I'm just sitting there and I'm just like... That would be considered the very, very end of the quote unquote straight sizes mm-hmm. bordering on plus because mm-hmm. most of them only go up to 12. So technically you're getting a plus size dress. Yeah. Make it make sense to me. My sister is not fat. She has a 31 inch waist. Yeah. But she's considered obese. Mm. Why? 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 She's got to be at most, I think my other sister is maybe 150, 160 pounds maximum mm-hmm. i don't i never asked i i will ask later after the cast because i want to know now i i mean i'll tell you like the the threshold too for like what is like you know you're fashionable is so small to hate it because like prior again prior to covid like i guess i was in that fashionable limit mm-hmm. but like the minute covid hit and i gained some weight like less people want to work with me now yeah my like less costumes like if i don't want to make a costume and i have to buy it can't find them in my size nope. i'm like i maybe went up one dress size the eternal struggle one, for me one dress size at least she can still fit into some of these cosplays i have to literally make mine most of the time from scratch because no real costumes will fit me mm-hmm. because a titties and b i'm considered plus size i don't even want to know how what kind of a craziness you go through all of my dresses have to get, um, I have to go to my, my, uh, my seamstress. Mm-hmm. She knows my measurements by heart. Are you doing biscuits? On She's me? making head boobs. <laughs> head boobs. <laughs> um, so I'll go. Hey, baby. Hey, bubba. <laughs> I'll go to, um, I'll go to like rainbows to get my dresses because I, I refuse to buy. I like rainbows. Yeah, rainbows I do, good. I do love, I do love rainbows, but I refuse to buy a fucking dress for like $60, $70, and then I have to still go to the seamstress yeah. and spend another $50 to get it fit. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I just go straight to Rainbow. I get me, what, a, a double XL, mm-hmm. and then I go back to my lady, and then she tailors the top part for me. That's why a lot of the times, at most of my dresses is two pieces. Mm-hmm. It's a skirt and a shirt. Yeah. And if it's not the skirt and the shirt, it's like a, if it's a sundress, you will see the biggest dip mm-hmm. in the dress. And she's the only person who has ever been able to seem fit my dress and make it look seamless. Yeah, you got you found a good one then. Yeah, yeah. Because there's a lot of the times I used to go to these seamstresses and they will do it and they will leave a little V right where mm-hmm. my waistline to hip, right where my waistline to hip is, and it just looked horrible because you could because tell I'm, that it was hemmed. You can yeah. tell that it was hemmed. Number one, number two, it just ended up with me with a a froofy, frumpy front. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, oh, the yeah. fuck did I just pay you for? Pretty yeah. much. And what sucks is that it's just like, this is all worsened by what is called the associative learning. Mm-hmm. And that is, it is, increases our inclination towards body types of seemingly aspirational figures. Mm-hmm. We see the models, the Victoria's mm-hmm. Secret models, the runway models, the pop stars that like, I mean, the biggest bane of my existence as a preteen and teenager in the late 90s, early 2000s mm-hmm. was the low cut jean. I you know hated that jean. I actually like the low cut jean only because I don't, I have, I have a little bit of fupa, not that much fupa. Mm. So when I would put a low cut jean on, 
it would actually just come right above my butt crack and it would sit right there underneath my stomach. Mm-hmm. So when I would get regular pair of jeans, them shits were so high-waisted on me that they would come up right underneath the titties. But my back was all the way down to my crack. Yeah, no. See, I have the I have the opposite. I I like high waisted stuff mm-hmm. on me because it, it hides the belly. That, but it when I when I used to wear the the low cut jeans, the length that was my favorite length on a jean. Mm-hmm. But you would see my whole ass. Yeah, I, it just always showed my ass. But you can't like it can't physically do that when I wear a high waisted. So it's more for like concealing my butt. Yeah, <laughs> but like think about it. You can't wear those jeans if you don't have technically, like, or you can, but if you had anything less than a flat stomach mm-hmm. that was defined, like Britney Spears's was back in the day, or Pink, mm-hmm. or any of those pop stars back then, and you wore a low-cut jean that showed off that tummy-tummy, mm-hmm. uh, people would be like, the fuck in the trailer park trash bullshit is this? Well, that's when they'll, the they'll term uh, like, muffin top started where, to come in. Where did that fanny pack come from? Like, well, this is all natural. Yeah, pretty I can much. Stick a pencil underneath it. <laughs> like, it, I'm me when I would be like, I'm doing an impersonation of a kangaroo. Do you want to see my Joey? <laughs> it's called a hustle, sweetheart. Okay, but like, th- like seeing only thin models on the billboards, the runways, media advertisements. Online catalogs, which only show, even if they're claiming that they're plus size, they're actually really only a size eight. Mm-hmm. It gives eight, us eight it, is not a plus size. No, no, it gives us unrealistic expectations, and then when we go and we get these clothes, we try these clothes on, and it don't look right. And it shouldn't even be called plus size. Right. Yeah, it to begin with, right. you it should just it should just we should just go by the numbers. You can't. Right? Why does it have to be an exclusive? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like I. That's why I hate seeing small, medium, large, extra large, extra extra large. Mm-hmm. It's like how we just do. Like, here's your numbers. Go by the numbers. The numbers mm-hmm. is math. Numbers is not going to hurt me. Yeah, it might hurt my brain, but it's not going to hurt me physically, right? <laughs> As you opposed know? to seeing like a large or extra large, or, you know, like that. That's more I feel hurtful than seeing like a number. You don't understand. Okay, so Digi Nan is a large man. Mm-hmm. Okay, he's a big dude, plus size dude. I hate saying that because he's a dude, but he's a dude. It is what it is. I said dude too many times. I don't care. It's fine. Um, now, he usually wears two XL in shirts because he's a bigger guy, mm-hmm. you know? So here's the problem. He gets so excited sometimes when I see him put on a shirt that's an XL or even a large. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, I can fit in this? <laughs> what? He goes, I hate the fact that I have to wear a 2XL and 99% of the time, you can't find that size for him. Mm -hmm. Like, you can't find the 2XLs because most guys are 2XL or XL. Mm -hmm. So he has trouble finding clothes, shirts especially, in his size. Pants, not so much. Mm -hmm. Men's pants, you can get away with it. Very different. Very different. Men's pants have not changed since men's pants have been a thing. Yeah, like the actual history of that has not changed. They were like, no, we're not going to fuck up with men's pants. And I hate that they get to keep their pants and fuck. we had to get ours all fucked up. Space it's pants. not fair. Not fair. Not fair. Not so for you. <laughs> but meanwhile, he's seen me. He was helping me the other day trying to pick out an outfit for the bridal shower and how I was basically almost in tears trying to fit into a 14 that... Almost fit me. Mm-hmm. 
But because I got titties, wouldn't close. Mm-hmm. But it fit everywhere else. But because I got titties, it didn't close. So obviously, I couldn't get it. I go to the lady. I say, hey, do you have this in a larger size? I maybe only need a 16 or maximum an 18 in this dress, right? Because mm-hmm. I'm compensating for titties. Sold out. Unavailable. Not able to get it. And then the lady was like, well, we have a plus size section downstairs, sweetheart. Why don't you try there? Wow. I was like, I will. Thank you. <laughs> Fucking bitch. You know, like, Fernando had to talk me off the ledge because I was about to go after that bitch. Like, I was like, yeah. But I went down to the plus size section. Fine. Now I'm starting to find sizes that are too big for me. And every single dress looks dumpy, mm-hmm. matronly, mm-hmm. covers places I may not necessarily want covered. Mm-hmm. Why does every single plus size dress have long sleeves? Or half sleeves? Because they th- the thing is... The thing that's taught is that the best way to hide the plus size is to cover it with fabric so that you don't see it. Yeah, but meanwhile, we end up looking like tents instead. Exactly. So, but there's like, there is fashion science of like what you can do to actually make yourself look better in certain, in certain things. And they just don't want to listen to it. They're like, oh, it's so much easier to just give sleeves, you know, A-line dress, because, you know, it's going to cover everything instead mm-hmm. of, you know, how about we accentuate the parts that we like mm-hmm. and, and make ourselves look how we feel. They'd like, rather just cover. Right. Example. Didn't they, like we were saying about the big and tall section in Target, right? Yes. Did you know that men have just as much of a problem when it comes to buying suits? Oh, yeah, I know. Like, you can't go to the men's warehouse and go to a plus-size section. You actually have to go to the big and tall store. And there's not that many of them. Not, no. And, it's, and here's the thing. When it comes to big, tall stores for men and big, tall stores for girls, for women, th- there's more big and tall stores for girls than there are for boys. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because they expect men to sit into a certain little place and have no problems. <laughs> but God forbid a woman gains weight. <laughs> And then a lot of these big and tall stores for women, the plus size stores, like <sighs> Lane Bryant and all them. I love them. I think some of their clothes are really, really pretty and cute, but it's way out of my price range. The other thing too is I, like it's they have like because there, there's a bunch of TikTokers I find I follow um, who uh, talk about the plus size fashion for women and these the plus size brands and mm-hmm. how a lot of them are actually very problematic yeah because it's the same outfit it's like here's a leather jacket here's this here's this those are your five choices for yeah. plus size we're gonna change the color yeah give you another high low you want the cold shoulder again and like those are the only yep. things you can fucking yep. find look on there's, sheen there's a couple yeah. of yeah there's a couple of other now they're all online plus size shops mm-hmm. okay and they're catering more to making dresses look very flattering Mm-hmm. On plus size women, yeah, because New York and company mm-hmm. started doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, they especially when they got the um, oh, what is her name, Rachel something collection, mm-hmm. not Rachel Ray, it's the other chick, Rachel Zoe. No, I'll remember it later. Okay. But they got her collection, and she is a gorgeous African American woman, mm-hmm. and obviously African American women are built different. Yeah, they're they're built delicious and mm-hmm. chocolatey goodness. Give me. 
please. Like, ada, ada, give me. You know, like, there we go. <laughs> I was thinking, like, how my, <laughs> my palms go, arr, arr. Arr, arr. Like, what? You have a Pomeranian sound effect? Arr, arr. Arr, arr. Arr, arr. Arr, arr. Arr, arr. Awooga. But anyways, so she started making these gorgeous size inclusive dresses, pantsuits. Oh, gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And New York and Company is the one that it carries the line. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yes, I can finally get sold some out. clothes that look sold out. No. I finally was able to get clothing that looked good on my on my body type mm-hmm. and I didn't have to get it tailored or feel like a jackass and very very rarely did I have to send it back. Mhm. Because it didn't fit. Yeah. Yeah. It was great. Mm-hmm. Another uh, company that I know for a fact started doing that recently. I was searching for bras. Mm-hmm. Victoria's Secret, the notorious Victoria's Secret, who never included big boobed bitches. They included big boobs, but they didn't include big butts. Let's let's be real on that one. They because, didn't in store. Okay. You'd have to always order your bras if you were a size double D or larger. Yeah online mm-hmm. and they would have to be shipped to you and they never included all the pretty colors and designs oh yeah it was always it's like here's grandma your gray bras. here's your black here's a nude gray black nude white yep grandma bra no, grandma I, used to, I used to work at victoria's secret and every time someone would come in who had you know like my boobs yeah <laughs> i would i would always feel so bad because i'm like i would love to help you i want to be able to help you we don't fucking have what you what you want i yeah. would if i was a designer i would design you such a pretty bra Rihanna, yeah, like listen, Rihanna. When one of my girlfriends, who is Thelma, yeah, Thelma, but what what size bra are you again? Do I'm you not saying that online. Okay, <laughs> but it's big. Okay, Thelma's bigger than. No, I'm lying. I'm a I'm a 38 double D. Okay, but Thelma's bigger than Boobich. She's much bigger than you. Yes, she is. Okay, and when she she don't ever get excited. Mm-hmm. about a lot of things when it comes to clothing, okay? She's and a very she, simple person with her very, outfits. And, and and it's, she got on FaceTime with us, and she was like, bitch, look at my titties. Woo-hoo! And she, Woo-hoo! Was like, she started showing off these bras, God and she was damn. so happy and so proud to show, she's like, it's lace. Smashing. It's lace. And it looks sexy on me. My breasts don't look like two big ass torpedoes. Like I'm just looking. God damn, I look baby, good, baby. <laughs> yeah, you, I'm happy. You, that's, you that know? makes me so happy. Exactly. It's it's so hard mm-hmm. to be. In and not only that, r- to get the support that you need. Exactly. Where she your was, back isn't killing you. She was over damn, the moon. Over the moon, and she was just like, Liz, I next paycheck is gone. Next paycheck is gone. Well, because then $500 later, she was just like, I bought every single bra that I'd been ever able to want to buy. Mm-hmm. They have laundry from too. Fen- from Fenty. I need she to goes, get some Fenty. I made, myself look, I made myself feel sexy. I don't give a fuck about nobody else, but I made myself feel sexy. Mm-hmm. When you get the right bra and panty set that makes you look sexy. In your mind. In your mind. Mm-hmm. There's no stopping you. Yeah, see, my problem is I keep looking at the friggin' Asian lingerie, and I am never going to look like the models in the Asian lingerie. No. Nope. I'm telling you, Fenty. I'm <laughs> telling you right now. Okay. And then, and they then always I get disappointed, have sales. too. Oh, yeah. Fenty always has sales. Mm-hmm. Always. Always. And when Thelma told me about all that stuff, I said, bitch, you lie. And then when I seen it, I said, shut the fuck up. 
Didn't you get some for yourself? I got myself. After I seen her titties, yeah. you damn right I went and bought myself some. $300 later, I was broke as fuck. But you know what? My titties look good. My titties was... I'm going to have to go to that because I need new bras. I'm a Fenty bra right now. And this is just one of their regular t-shirt bras. Mm-hmm. Okay. Breasts are nice up. They're not in my fucking chin. All right, my back is. You don't have the quadra boob going on. I don't on. have a quadra boob going on. Oh, I hate on. that. I have. Okay, I don't have the quadra boob going on. My back is nice and secure. Mm-hmm. I was just like, oh your God. straps aren't falling down. You're not oh getting God. the rub. The fucking underwire, underwire rub. Okay, the underwire rub. And this is a molded cup. I have one that's not molded, and that non-molded one. Oh, girl. That shit feel mad good against my nipples. <laughs> I love how you looked at me while you said that. Listen, <laughs> I cannot. I cannot look at Jade and say these things because I've she seen them. Hey, she will baby. just be like, but <laughs> I mean, what? My nipples felt amazing in them, and you know what it is to wear a pair of like fancy bra. And they and get that fucking irritation. And irritation. Oh, I know. <gasps> okay. I know. <laughs> <laughs> wear so much lingerie that is so uncomfortable. Boudoir shoes. Yeah. So and there is no irritation. Rihanna, Rihanna, listen, girl. Rihanna? You want to spawn to Listen, no. listen. Rihanna, like, yo, girl. we will hype your shit up if you want to, like, sponsor us. I mean, like, if we're not us. hyping it up right now, girl. I'll do the podcast wearing Fenty what? on live. Uh, listen. <laughs> all three of us will listen. do it. <laughs> I mean, she, listen, okay, oh because okay, I'm 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 gonna make I'm gonna make the speech. Hold on, hold on. Yes, <laughs> Rihanna, listen to my voice, baby girl. Please send us some bras so that we can be on live and do a whole podcast in them. Yo, we'll stream in those. Listen, I will. Girl, and I don't ever show my titties off like that, but I will do it <laughs> for you because to not have torpedo titties in a bra, I don't think you understand. Or not have the quadra boob. Oh my god, I hate that quadra boob. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's that is my right plea to Rihanna. Anybody, Riri, just replay this thing until she hears us because hook a hook a hook. <gasps> Okay. I will even go to your fashion show and I will walk the runway with my clumsy ass self. I will do it. It's true. Oh Preach. God, Preach. <laughs> yes. I just need like three or four bras. Uh, and or hello. Okay, I'm done. Yeah, but <laughs> the thing is, is because Rihanna did this and was always inclusive from the start, she actually got Victoria's Secret to get on board and is now starting to actually have more size inclusive bras. Yeah. Panties. Clothing. They even have plus size style mannequins in the store. Which believe me, as someone who worked there previously, they literally were the most fat shaming place I've ever worked in my entire fucking life. Factual. Yeah. I hated them. Factual. Oh my god, they were no it was banned. But even behind I, I the scenes was worse. When I one of my first jobs of flat before working with my father was working at a Victoria's Secret place. Yeah, it was banned. And it was I fit at that point in time because I was much slender. I fit into their bras, but their mm-hmm. panties, it didn't even go past an extra large. What is she doing? I don't even know. She's I just look over. I just look over, <laughs> and all you see is my plus size cat Snickers 
on her side, having like a conniption with just one leg. She's probably thinking that Rihanna should make a cat. A cat brand? Cat brand. Cat lingerie. I don't know. Can cat you make lingerie. cat lingerie that actually has like eight titty holders? I've seen Listen, it. I've it's seen funny. it. It's funny. It's so funny looking. If you take a bunch of eye patches and just string them together. <laughs> it is your cat bras. Oh. But it has to have the skull and crossbones on that, it. We can do a skull, crossbones, a butterfly, anything. <laughs> anything. We're copywriting this idea with the Phoenix Gate. None of y'all can have it. It's, it's in writing. Goodbye. Emotional damage. I don't know. But like, I actually do enjoy that even though we still are fighting against the fat phobia in fashion. The heck was that? That was Snickers. She's kicking the box. <laughs> Cause she's saying that she wants her own brand of lingerie. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, I approve. I approve of the eight. Why is it not bikini? on me already? <laughs> <laughs> Give me my eight titty bikini. Yes. Well, the itty bitty eight titty bikini. <laughs> itty bitty eight titty committee. Hey. <laughs> Yes. Hi, Snickers. You're staring at me from over there. I'm trying to make a point. She's like, I know you. I know you're talking. I'm about trying me. to make a point, baby girl. Okay. <laughs> she approves. She approves. I don't know if y'all heard that, but that was her. Yeah. All you just hear is. <laughs> like, hello. Pay attention to like, me. Like, oh no. She can't. You know what it also is? It's probably past her feeding time, so she's probably, like, reminding me, like, I'm hungry. Oh, yeah. But, you know, whatever. So, I mean, now I completely forgot the point I was making. But I'm sitting here saying, even though fat phobia is still extremely rampant, and it seems to be getting more and more divisive in, mm-hmm. you know, with social media and TikTok and all the freaking places that you see it, um, it is nice even as we are like, you know, a little older and we wish we would have had this when we were younger, you know, in our heydays, but hey, it's still our heyday. Who the fuck cares? <laughs> but it is nice to see brands starting to actually ca- not cater, but listen. Mm-hmm. They're because not catering to us, they're listening to us. And that's nice. A lot of women are not putting up with the shit anymore because nobody is really small anymore. No, and, then, mm-hmm. and that's not only it. it's like you want to make this fashion. For very petite, small, and all that stuff, right? Okay, great. But what about your other side of the spectrum? Yeah. There's literally women come in all shapes and sizes. And Mm -hmm. the thing that I don't get is like, because I'm no marketing agent. I don't. I work in accounting. But as someone who watches these things, (laughs) there is so much money to be made by because making we'll spend, we'll spend yeah, the money. by we'll making spend the money. beautiful fashion okay. mm-hmm. for all sizes. Exactly. There's so much money in that. Why what I don't get is like why not just do it? Like why I will it's, drop it. It's I will I drop, drop the coin. Yeah, money. it's co- it's like it's, if anything it's costing more not to do it than to do it. So like I just don't get it. And then I if you're going to do it, please do it correctly. Yeah, no, I'm, sa- yeah. Know, no, like, I'm don't, saying don't like make, nice. Don't like, make really... like a fucking curtain sheet because you think because you know that we're going to spend the money to go to our seamstress to get it fixed. Do no, it I'm talking right like actual way. fashionable yeah. clothing. That's what not I'm saying, like, like do it the right fucking way. Yeah. Not right. like here's your here's your cut sleeve shirt that you. And that here's the thing. Shirt. I mean, like <laughs> fucking peekaboo. I'm going to sit here and say like straight out like, listen, 
The keyhole fashion in your sleeves and in your chest area, that went out in the early 2000s. Please stop giving it to us and saying this will make you look sexy. Because it doesn't. No, it doesn't! It doesn't. Stop it! Just stop it. <laughs> oh, bitch, bitch, bitch. I will bitch, thank you very much. <laughs> but straight up, like, my whole thing is this. This is this is going to be my final point on this whole situation. Jim Bros, if you're listening, the alpha male, if you're listening, this is not here sitting here glorifying obesity. No. Even though I will, and I will make you watch me while I'm doing it. But, oh, baby. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Cuz, you know, I need a Johnny <laughs> Bravo for that. I feel Oh, baby. <laughs> that was really good. Hey, baby. Either way, hey, baby. I'm not sitting here glorifying obesity because in the beginning of this podcast, I openly said I have had weight loss surgery. I have worked with extensively with a trainer to lose weight, mm-hmm. not because I want to be skinny, mm-hmm. because I want to be healthy, mm-hmm. and because it keeps the pain from my broken spine in check where I don't have to live on drugs mm-hmm. to survive, mm-hmm. where I can literally function from day to day. Mm-hmm. Where it keeps my polycystic ovarian syndrome in check. It keeps mm-hmm. me from getting diabetes. It is not because I want to look sexy or attractive to yeah. any of you. For the female gay for the male gaze. Sorry. I'm not I'm for not here gaze. for your gaze. Female gaze on the other hand, hey baby. <laughs> What's going on? Hey baby. But oh, yeah. like I mean bisexual, hello. Mm-hmm. But I'm marrying a golden retriever. Anyways. If you can't tell me that DigiNan is not a golden retriever gamer boy, I will call you a liar. <laughs> Shut up, bitch. <laughs> Got him. Good. I'm so sorry. The flap, the flappy yeah. ears. So, oh my god! Stop. <laughs> oh my god. Achievement I'm unlocked. I'm so sorry, Dad. I'm so sorry. She's not sorry. Yes, <laughs> I am. <laughs> no, she's not. <laughs> I got a snort on the, the cast. God. <laughs> Fuck y'all. <laughs> Fuck y'all for making me snort. Fuck y'all, okay? On film. Well, is it on film or is it audio? <laughs> we got it on both, okay? From hey. back in the day, we got my snorts on camera, okay? Oh my God. And then we got my snort now on my podcast, it will live in oh. infamy. <laughs> we love it. Oh. But we do. Smashing. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Smashing. Well, either way, either way, we don't, we're not sitting here bitching and moaning saying that you need to cater to us because we want to no. stay fat. No. We're not sitting here saying that. No. What no. we are sitting here and saying is fashion needs to fucking grow with the times. Mm-hmm. Grow with the mm-hmm. times. You're able to give us our fashion trends. Why can't you grow with the actual society's trench mm-hmm. like yeah. acknowledge the fact that the human body has changed yes and will continue to change and even back in caveman days women that were shaped like us were considered goddesses mm-hmm. because there are actual statues to prove it yes. and if you have a problem do some fucking research that's all i'm gonna say mm-hmm. anybody else the table is yours God, yeah, i agree no, i agree agreed. Agreed. Yeah. all right then if we are all in agreement, then this hen fest has officially come to an end. And I want to... Well, I think I had the worst chicken impersonation. <laughs>
Either way, either way, we are going to sign off for now because we have gone over our normal time limit. God damn, how long is this? Hour and a half. Shit. It's good. I mean, hey. I mean, and we haven't even covered everything in this fucking content. Oh, like, we have not. One, this is another one. This is definitely going to be another one where we keep talking. And I will have actually on the next, uh, when we do a part two of this, I am going to be inviting non-plus size people. Yeah. Um, Who can come and tell us about their experiences mm-hmm. being small. And skinny and, you know, all their things. Like, because obviously right now you have a range. You have a plus size, a midsize, and were you considered midsize or just average? I'm just petite in yeah. general. You're petite. So, yeah. but none of my, us. My biggest issue is just I'm too fucking short for everything. Nothing fits me right because I'm short. Yeah. <laughs> everything is too fucking long. I mean, the one good thing is you can wear rollerblades underneath a dress and just start gliding places. <laughs> Jade, don't look at me like that, like you didn't think of it. Can I rollerblade into the wedding? What? <laughs> Bitch! Don't rollerblade too into the wedding! All right, I think we figured out our walk-ins. <laughs> Can we can we rollerblade in together and then the guys can figure out whatever the hell they're gonna do? I mean, yeah, if you want to. Me and you rollerblade. I am going to make you sign a waiver that I am not responsible for you if you fall down. You get the cute ones that light up. It would be a light show at the same time. (laughs) On that note. Thanks for joining the Phoenix Gate podcast once again. Thank you, Just Liz, for joining us. Thank you, Choco, as always. I'll make it worse. I'm thinking sparklers as well. I was thinking about bringing a fucking t-shirt gun and fill that shit up with glitter. Boom. Boom. And we just around. This is this is the behind the scenes of the podcast. <laughs> Not even. This is just how we're gonna end it. This this is just how we're gonna end it. Guys, tune in, follow us on all our social medias. We love you. And if you ever, 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 ever wanna talk to us about your experiences with being a plus size or not plus size or anything. We're here for it. We love having a good debate. Thanks for joining us. Okay, bye. Bye.